Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. So I'm sure you've all been there, or maybe you haven't, but you've been researching this hike or this bike ride or some something and you read all the reviews it's like you know extremely difficult bring this and that aggressive terrain and you drive you know a few hours to get there and it's like a nine mile hike or something and you're prepared for the most rigorous nine miles of your life you get there and you do it and you get to the end and you're waiting for the challenge. Uh, this has happened to me multiple times, and I'm not even that fit. So I think part of the problem is that there's such a wide range in fitness, and everyone also wants to brag about how tough everything they did. So there's a huge discrepancy in what's being told about certain activities, and I think that's creating a barrier for entry for people to do it. But before we get into the discussion of fitness and how we can create a system where anyone can see how hard it is and figure out if they can or can't do an activity. Mike, since we're all being healthy right now, how are you doing? What are you drinking? (laughs) Well, my cheeks hurt from laughing, and I'm drinking some Quarter Horse bourbon, which I quite enjoy. It's quite smooth. So keeping my liver healthy. What about you, Nick? What's keeping your liver healthy? Oh, it's just some rogue honey colch right now. So... Mike, I'm sure you've been to some some park and seen like an activity rating. It's similar to skiing, you know, if you go skiing, there's a red or no, there's no red. Oh, fuck. Dyslexic, I guess. There's a black, there's a green, and there's a blue. And it's pretty easy. And you know, you go certain places and it, it varies. A green in some places is a black in others. But it seems that for hiking and mountain biking or like most sports, there's really no standard activity level, fitness level, or strength level of stress it will take to complete whatever you're doing. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Yes. Um, for hiking, I think the ratings are garbage. The trails that are already blazed, they're quite easy. I think all of them are quite easily. It's just I mean, honestly, the only really difference I see between green, black, blue, and I think the other one's like yellow is distance. That's like it. I I mean, it's not like steep slopes or anything like that. It's all kind of discretion of what the distance is. The only factor, the only time where the rating was actually kind of real was in Indianapolis, and it was a trail biking uh, trail where they had you know they had legit ramps and curves and woods and rocks and roots in the way so they marked it black for you know black diamond dangerous and holy crap i was not in kansas anymore when i did that one that one was the only time in my entire life where the rating was actually accurate the rest of them have been it for lack of better words garbage 
So I first came across this when I went to Mount Rushmore. For those of you who haven't been to Mount Rushmore, there's a trail that you can walk underneath the heads. It's a quarter mile or half mile trail. And on the way there, you pass several signs that's like strenuous trail, like do not attempt if you're not in shape, blah, blah, blah. Like, and so me and the other group of guys I was with were like, shit, I don't know if we have time to do this. Like, it's only like a half mile, but we've seen three to four signs that say like, turn back, blah, 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 strenuous trail. It was, it wasn't paved, but it was a walkway the whole way with stairs the entire way. It took us five minutes <laughs> to do to do the trail stop and take pictures and, and look at the heads and finish and we were like i don't know if we have time for this we were trying to get somewhere just stopping and i was like are you kidding me now and i'm guessing what's happening is it's probably based off a system of the average person who visits mount rushmore and there's a lot of campers and stuff and there were a lot of out of shape people there but I propose a system based on two variables, resting heart rate and your three-mile running pace. Now, before you get into it makes that, it simple. Nick, yep. Uh, one, I'd have to say, I feel like that trail that uh, for, for Mount Rushmore, the RV people, in my mind, immediately are retirees and people overweight. For some reason, that stereotype comes into my head. Don't know if it's accurate. Don't know if it's... Uh, false but that uh, 30 minutes to do half a mile i mean the only time i think i can ever done anything close to that was hiking through thick bush where i had literally cut down my own path i am so confused on how they came up with that number well i'm thinking it's probably we were there in springtime i'm guessing during the summer it's probably shitty and humid maybe i don't know i'm just you're talking to a trying texan to think. right now <laughs> okay so that's how i know i'm talking to a texan <laughs> but so there needs to be some way just think of it like google maps you know like you're trying to plan your day so you try to figure out the you know how long it's going to take you know we want to know everything and like look at how google maps walks you know if you ever use a walking feature on google maps It'll say 14 minutes. You can be there in seven. You can literally walk twice as fast as Google Maps goes. So there's got to be some way to kind of divide people up into groups. As humans, we love to categorize everything. So why is it that we haven't found an effective way to categorize trails and stuff like that? Now, I think it's because of the huge disparity in between average fitness of Americans. There's a lot of fat people in the world. And there's a lot of fit people. There's a lot of really fit people. And certain people are skilled at certain things. So it's it's really hard to say. Like uh, me and my wife backpack. And out of the average group of backpackers, we're probably, I'm just going to guess average. But when we backpack in Alaska, like real backcountry stuff, we were probably in the bottom half. I, I don't know. Just guessing. Just experience level. And so when you go into like each group and niche and area, things change. But there's got to be a way to figure out how long average activities will take you, which is why I propose a very simple two-variable system of your pace for three miles, so your three-mile time of like an average run, 
multiplied by your resting heart rate. And then you get put into like maybe four or five categories, right? Like you have your really fit people and then you have your really obese people on the other end, really out of shape people, not obese, just out of shape. I mean, I've seen skinny people who can't walk three miles, (laughs) just level of fitness. And, and then that way you get like, okay, people who are in this heart rate and mile zone, and there's going to be people who haven't ran three miles. So that's going to be the first category. But if you haven't run three miles, you're going to multiply it by a big number. (laughs) (laughs) That's all very fair so far. Because I doubt if you haven't ran, maybe if you haven't ran three miles, you're probably not going to be in the competition for some of the, you know, like how I need to finish this faster or whatever. You're probably going to be at your own the upper categories. So you can kind of guess, I'm sure. But dividing it into like five categories of like, hey, people who, you know, have a resting heart rate of, you know, 60 and their average three mile pace is eight minutes. Complete this in an hour and a half. Whereas the average resting heart rate of 75 and a pace of nine and a half minutes is this. So now this isn't completely a great system because on average men have faster mile times than women. But I think there needs to be, you have to measure fitness with some athletic event, right? You know, it's not like we're going to, everyone's going to put their, you know, their 40 times on there or like their, their combine scores, like something simple that most people can do. And that way it gives everyone a base mark of where they're at. If I could, I'm curious of, yeah, if I could add on to this, Nick, there are three major things that I wish that especially trails would give me information for which is the main thing, main three things I look for is distance, elevation change, and what's the ground. Is the ground gravel? Like, it, do they pave the road? Is it just loose soil? Is it sand? If you told me those three things, that would be such a huge difference because doing a quarter mile just walking down a block, that's nothing. You do a quarter mile at, like, a 45-degree slope on rocky terrain – Oh my God, I need to pack tons of water for that. So I would, I would love to, I like your system a lot. I would, I just wish to add evolution to that. Like, I don't think enough trails tell the evolution or what type of terrain it is. Yeah. So there, there is an app that you can use that we use called all trails that will give you distance as well as elevation. It has an elevation map on it. Just a, a heads up. I don't, I don't know if it does it for like whatever, you know, like I usually pull my own evolution maps, but I still don't know the soil. Like, is the soil sandy? Cause that changes what you wear. And it also changes on how you like hike through it because hiking through. Yeah. St- but I'm also curious, Mike is why would you care about elevation change? You're in Texas. It's zero. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I like to travel. I go to different places. I, I throw on a backpack, drive to different States and, and hike hell not what do you have two days to drive to different states uh well it's amazing what you can do with a cup of coffee my friend all right i'm done shitting on texas for now
Yeah, you live in Oregon. Don't talk shit. <laughs> My state's way better than yours. On an average day, I will have an elevation change greater than the entire state of Florida. So Well, isn't Florida sinking? Talk to so... me about elevation change. <laughs> no, you, you have it All far right. worse by elevation change. 340 feet is Florida's total. The total change in elevation from the lowest point in Florida to the highest point is 340 feet. Is it that low? Yeah. Jesus. Then the other part that's, like you said, travel as hard is someone who lives in Denver who can run a nine-minute three-mile is very different from someone who lives on sea level who can run a nine-minute three-mile. Yeah, but I would say just keep it all at sea level. Sea level is a good constant. And if you can go, if you if you run a, you know, a 753-mile pace and you're in, the uh, people who are, this age group, so say like 18 through 35, ran it, did this, did it in X amount of time, then that kind of gives you a good idea. Yeah. And also, you know, trying to keep it simple, there's only two kinds of people who know at what elevation they live, and those are people who live at sea level and people who live in Denver. <laughs> Let's try not to complicate the whole thing, because you could design a really easy symptom, <laughs> really easy system, but you'd have to know a lot of different variables. So I think resting heart rate is something that, if you're not sure, you can literally do right there. In three miles, you probably know your average three mile. If you if you don't, then you're probably at the bottom of the barrel for that one. If you don't know what your average pace is for three miles. So I think that's a pretty easy way. I'd like to see a system that just for timing, because uh, in Oregon, we drive a long ways for things. And so I don't know how many times we've driven somewhere because we're like, oh, we'll do like this backpacking trip. It says it'll take like two days or three days. And we do it in two days and then we have a whole extra day. And it's like, well, I would have you know looked for more stuff to do. Had we known we were going to finish it in in two days, and just to just help organize everyone's life. And now, granted, the easiest thing to do would be, why don't I just look for if we finish? Then there's other things to do. It's because if I get the chance, I will push my wife way more than she needs to be pushed <laughs> to finish what we're doing now to move on to the next thing. I need a clear set of objectives. And could I change? No, it's probably easier to change the world. I guess is is what we're getting at. Yeah, I can't argue with your uh, your decision making. I'm very s- similar. I'm when I'm traveling, I want to get to the destination as quickly and as efficient as possible. Nothing else really matters, and 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 honestly, it's just a nuisance. If something says this could take three days, but it takes two, well, you had another day that you could have planned to do something else, something you could have spent with loved ones or gone see a site in, in the local area. And Nick, I um, this is the the real tragedy here, Mike. I thought it was going to take two days or three days, so I was like, man, I'm probably not going to have time to stop and fish while we are here. That is a wasted day of fishing in the backcountry. And for that, reviewers, I will never forgive you. That I I remind me to send you roses. I am sorry, my friend. I. That is that is time you can never get back for fishing. That hurts. That it would ha- I'd have to drive over there and, and hike for however many miles to get to that spot. And it's like, ah, oh, 
no, we got to get this done. Yeah, I'm not to the same extent as you, but like you said, Nick, Texas is pretty flat. So if you want to get somewhere, it takes some time to get somewhere. Like, it's uh, not a condensed state. And when you when the trails say, hey, this takes an hour and you finish in 30 minutes, I'm like, well, we planned for this to be an hour. We packed a lunch. Yeah, we can sleep the lunch, but we drove all this way out here for like a full day of hiking. And it was only like an hour. Why, why, why did we drive all the way out here? It's just a nuisance. And I think it's hard because I think as we go forward, the disparity between the most fit American and the least fit American is growing. I agree with that statement. I keep thinking. Now, ideally, the average should stay in the middle. I keep thinking people are going to end up looking like uh, the fat people from WALL-E, if you've ever seen that movie, Nick, where they're all in their chairs and just huge. I see... I see the world all going fat or all going fit, no in between. There's there's dad bods out there. That's the the average. All right, dad bods are different. Dad bods are people who are strong who just stop caring about cosmetics. So that's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> hey, listen, there are people with uh, beer bellies who can bench far more than me and who can outrun me every day of the week. They just don't look good yep. no i agree so it's yeah well, uh, well fuck <laughs> you nick getting you, getting uh, well wrong, yeah man. uh yeah i um i i i see the world either heading two directions either we double down on the fast food lifestyle and that mile time nick you were talking about for setting the trails keeps going up or the entire world starts getting fitter and i think for once i'm optimistic on humanity of getting a little bit fitter and more in shape i mean hell how many people are caring about what's organic and what's going in their food is probably the first time ever in human history that they're caring about what's going in their food so i think your your trail system is a good in denver because it might cause more people to be more adventurous when they go outside to be to get more in shape so they can do those trails and help set markers and help set an average for your system nick that's the dream let's get this let's get this going forest service blm it's on you you guys can start state parks will follow (laughs) (laughs) all right government lead the way on innovation fuck all right well nick when we're 80 (laughs) well if you have a better trail system better trail ranking better fitness index whatever you want to call it Hit us up on Backyard Philosophy Podcast on YouTube and Instagram. And you cannot leave us any information on Twitter because that is, well, that's the half-mile, super-strenuous hike planned for an hour and a half that takes five minutes. That takes five minutes to make. (laughs) I knew exactly where you're going with that. It's probably because Twitter probably isn't as bad as I think it is, but I just don't want to try it. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.